Hello and welcome to Mindset Mayhem. My name is Lauren. I'm a nurse practitioner, a health coach, and consultant. And I'm Eileen. I'm a mom of three, wife, spiritual healer, and entrepreneur. And we want to be your new best friends. This podcast is dedicated to your mindset, your health and wellness, energy, spirituality, and so much more. There is so much information out there. We don't want to tell you what to do. We want to give you the tools and the info so you can make aligned choices for you and your family. So step out of the mainstream mayhem and start making sound decisions for yourself. Welcome to Mindset Mayhem. Hello, everybody. This is Lauren. And this is Eileen. Welcome to this episode of Mindset Mayhem. We're rebels over here. Lauren's sitting where I usually sit, and I'm sitting where she usually sits. So let's see if that changes the perspective of the show. Yeah, let us know if this is the best episode yet, or if you need us to go back to where our normal seats. <laughs> yeah, if we're not sitting in the right space and you can feel it, just let us know. Um, no, but let's start with a deep breath. Please. Let's start with the holidays. We are in the thick of this right now. I um, I don't know about you, but every day I wake up and I'm like, is it going to be sunny today? Are we going to have one of those gray days? When is the snow coming? But just wiggle your toes. Come into this moment. Bring energy to the tip of your nose and to your chin. Pull your chin down a bit. And as you're pulling your chin down, I want you to focus on your third eye. And just tell yourself I'm here. Nice. Swallow. And come on back. Mm. I love I, when you just said swallow, I picked my chin up. And something I've been trying to be more mindful about is opening the throat. I feel like because of our posture and our tenseness over the holidays specifically like you like you said you're always hunched i picture you like over the steering wheel and in doing so we're always pushing down on our throat so it just feels so nice we always forget to open the chest open your shoulders open your throat very important we want we don't want to stifle that area that's your voice Stretch it. exactly yeah. your communication yeah i call it curmudgeon yes when you get all curmudgeon so you have to lengthen your body oh it does it feels good and it goes along with what we want to talk about with the visualization you know it's like picture your neck nice and long chin up and then do the opposite flex down and back up to elongate while you were saying that and i'm thinking of stream of consciousness is mm. what came to mind because our throat our throat chakra is our communication the way we express ourselves in mm. this world and if we're tapped in we have this stream of consciousness and we yes. can talk freely and truly and openly absolutely oh i feel that that's something that i definitely have been tapping into this year and coming home to myself and finding my voice and my confidence back and it's interesting because when I wasn't in that realm, I always felt this like choking sensation in my throat because mm -hmm. I was constantly holding back and censoring myself and my voice. Yeah. You get that knot in your throat and then it becomes so, you're so accustomed to it that yeah. you just kind of swallow it or push it down. Yeah. And Ooh. it's interesting because you're doing it to appease other people, but in the process, you're making yourself small and end up, at least in my case, like hating who I'd become mm. to be make other people happy. 
which just goes to show again, it's like that external validation is never going to satisfy you ever. You, It's an attachment outside of you, then it, it's not sustainable. I would see it for me for the longest time. I would tell myself, I don't have time to deal with that right now. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to deal with that right now. Or it's like a thought, very true thought or true emotion would come past and it was kind of like a very quick thought. And I would just be like, no, I'm going to pack that away. Like Mm. I got shit to do. Yeah. Toxic. What do you call it? Toxic productivity. Oh, Mm -hmm. don't get me started on the toxic productivity girlfriend. But today speaking of consciousness and um, communication and showing up as who we want to be, giving ourselves time to feel into things, manifestation and visualization. These are hot topics. I feel like maybe it's my algorithm, but everything that I'm seeing right Mm. now is people talking about manifestation. It's a my algorithm too. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just because it's on the forefront with this awakening. People are realizing that we do have power and these are tools we can use to skirt through or shortcut through into the timeline. Yeah. That our thoughts become things. I went down a deep rabbit hole this week. Actually, I can't believe I haven't shared this with you. Oh God. Yeah. I've been in the rabbit hole of simulation. Oh, yep. Have you seen that? Like yes. where we live in a simulation and how I've had so many discussions with one of my friends about this and it, it actually scares me sometimes. Uh, it freaks me out, but there's like quantum physicists that are saying there's oh, yeah. a 50% chance that we're in a simulation and a 50% chance that we're not. But that's a whole nother thing. But while I'm thinking about that with the manifestation and the visualization is people on TikTok, very reliable sources, yeah. right? <laughs> people on TikTok. Evidence-based. Like, yeah, yeah, right? Are saying like, pick a number, pick a color, pick something outlandish, like um, like a green uh, ladybug yeah. and think about it. And then it will come into your simulation. vortex or into your simulation. Yeah. And what's wild about that is from a manifestation standpoint is our thoughts are magnetic. Our thoughts become things. So it's like if you're car shopping and you're like, oh, I really want a white Jeep Cherokee. All you see on the road are white Jeep Cherokees. Mm. So it's not necessarily that, you know, there's somebody controlling this and all of a sudden they're dropping it into our simulation, but you become a magnet or you start to see what it is that you want. Yeah. And that's what manifestation is. It's two things. It's, it's honing in on the energy of what it is that you want. And it's also clearing away and making space because you can't just put good thoughts on top of shit. You have to get rid of the shit in order for the good thoughts to become uh, your experience. Yes. And also something I've been realizing too, is the universe doesn't give you what you want. It gives you that, which you are. So I've started, instead of saying, I want to be an entrepreneur, I am a motherfucking entrepreneur. I don't want to be rich. I am rich because your conscious mind doesn't know the difference. It, it, it associates what you're saying with your identity. So that's why it's important to work it in that way. And also to be careful because every time you say, oh, I'm stupid, I'm not smart, which I catch myself saying it all the time. I'm terrible at spelling. And even just saying that is a negative programming that I reinforce and it's a belief system and then it triggers into a behavior and then that becomes part of my personality and so on and so forth. And how much of our programming is a lie because your memory, I heard Joe Dispenza saying your memory is like 50% lies. And so then you base your life, your personality on a lie that you perpetuate throughout your life. Mm Mm-hmm. 
The brain doesn't know the difference between what a thought is and what reality is, because this goes back, love Dr. Joe Dispenza, but also there's been military training where if they visualize where they're going and then they follow it through, or if they visualize doing a boot camp workout and then they actually do it, they do case studies mm. and your body actually gains the muscle yes, and I've... burns the calories. Yes, It's wild. So if you don't, this is another rabbit hole. This is yes. a cool one to go down. Oh, but 100%. Start, if you're like on the fence with, I don't believe in manifestation, um, try something like this out, like work out in your mind. Yes. And see if, and focus on a body part and see if it's strengthened. I'm going to try to find one of those studies. Kaylee was just telling me about that study where they had shown that the, these people's muscle mass grew three times with only visualization practices, never picking up a weight. Mm -hmm. We're coming into a time right now. We talk about the awakening, but an easier, softer way. Yeah, exactly. Where we don't have to be on this struggle bus. Everything doesn't have to be an upward battle. Exactly. Make the manual easy. Make the manual easy. Speaking of manuals, not that we haven't come out with our manual yet, but we did come out with um, a Vitality Vibes, a well-being journal. And I think that this goes beautifully with the visualization and the manifestation that Absolutely. we want to talk about. Because it's got both aspects in there, which is great because I love it because you can reflect on your day, but then also you're envisioning and manifesting your future and you're pulling that into the present. And by there's something so powerful too about not just having your thoughts, but to physically write them down with a pen and paper. Like typing things does not hit the way that writing something does. Um, I don't know the exact stats on it, but something like people who write things down, goals are 80, something like 60% or 80% more likely to experience them. Mm, absolutely. And again, it's nice because it's, it's a grounding technique because we go through our lives. We're all so busy. It's hard to take time. And the journal makes you sit with self, be present, how be intentional. Like we have a section of what did you put in your body today? What do you want to put for your mind today? Because you don't realize that you're a mirror for your environment. So if you're on social media all day and then watching trash TV all day and then in a toxic relationship and then at work you have toxicity, that, that is your entire life and your body is consuming that. And then that is going to paint a picture for the type of vortex that you live in, mm -hmm. so to speak. We become so immune to it too. You know, when something, when you hear something for the first time and then it, it hurts or it pains you so much and then you keep hearing like, I don't know, all this horrible stuff that's going on in the world. I feel like first time I heard it, I was like shocked. Mm. Or I I experienced 9-11. I lived right outside of New York City. I was a sophomore in high school. Like when you experience something like that, and it's not that it's not heartbreaking, but when you continue to see and hear about all these bombings and stuff, if something happens to you that you become so numb to it and then it just be, kind of becomes who you are. And then if we strengthen that by not being intentional about what we want to experience, how we want to feel, what we're going to do to help support that. We just become um, a magnet or Velcro to all the chaos that's going on. Oh, I feel that hardcore. When you said that, I just got like transported back into being a nurse and just like being around death and dying so much. And even when I had hurt myself and I was out of the hospital, I felt like it was still constantly around me because of that exact like law that you're talking about. Like I was still attracting chaos and drama and things of that nature like I had a 
I don't know if I ever told you about the person who died in front of my house, but I was about to go back to the hospital to start working again. After my injury, I was so scared about people dying again and me having to like be back in that atmosphere. And I live on a really windy road and there was, I heard a car accident, me and my boyfriend at the time went outside and it was a motorcyclist and he was hit by a car and we had to drag him out from the car. And then I I knew he wasn't going to make it. I could see it in his pupils, but I just started CPR on him. And I was just so brutal, but I knew it was like, wow, this exact thing I didn't want to happen in my work, even when I wasn't at work in a hospital still came into my life because I was so negatively almost manifesting it in in the worst way possible. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And that was like, I had experienced a lot of death and dying, but for whatever reason, that one stuck with me and really traumatized me. Like every time I pulled into my driveway, every time I hear people's like car mufflers go out, it sounds like that spark of what the hit sounded like. And it happens all the time when people drive over that part of my yard. And every time like I get transported back and I also get transported back as like a visual of that moment too. Oh, you know, so what? you, the reason why you were there too, and I'm seeing him and he's coming forward right now and he's so sweet and he's thanking you because all his mom needed to know was that somebody was there with him while he was passing and that somebody was there and did the best they could. So it's such an intricate web, but you, in a, in a way, answered his mom's prayers where her biggest thing was, I just wanted to make sure that everything could have been done Mm. for him. And you did that. There's no coincidences that you were there, but at the same time, everything's happening for us, not to us. So you were walking through this fear of kind of at that stage of your life, there was no getting around it. You were still needed. You still needed to be at the front lines or at the gates Mm. of helping people when they pass. Thanks for saying that, buddy. That makes Mm. me shed a tear because I'm really glad that, you know, he wasn't alone because no one should ever be alone at those moments, you know? Man, so that's the sadness. And that is the, you know, we do live, we live in a world that is full of chaos and full of ups and downs and dying is a part of it. But at the same time, you know, not living in that fear. And I have to say, as a mom, um, I didn't realize that I had um, post-traumatic, what is it? Postpartum. Okay. That I had postpartum and mine came out as catastrophic thinking. Mm, With all three of your children? Um, The worst was, yeah, the worst was with Quinna Mm -hmm. and it started with Rylan, but it it was the, it was the worst. And I think it's also where my hormones were. I was tandem breastfeeding and there was Mm. a lot of shit going on in our lives at that time, but I can still find myself. I can go down that pathway and this is wild. I realized that when I don't set my intentions for how I want to make my babies feel and how I want to experience our relationship in that day, my mind always goes back to a negative or a fear base. Mm. So I have to wake up in the morning. I visualize them laughing as we're buckling in, singing songs, dancing in the kitchen, putting their... Uh, they're cereal bowl in the sink. Like when I sit in meditation, it doesn't take me long, but I tap into the next 10 minutes or the next 15 minutes. Yeah. This is a great way for people to start manifesting. You don't have to go 10 years down the road. Exactly. And it's great too, when you're in a dark place, like when you helped me and I was in a dark place, I remember you asked me like kind of what I wanted for my life. And I think that's a good homework for people of where to start. And very simply, it doesn't need, it wasn't net. My visualization was never about, everything I'm going to have or anything along that, but it was about quality of life. And it always came back to simplicity for me. Mm -hmm. Like I like thinking about my visualization of a happy moment of, 
at being at my kitchen window, seeing kids playing in a yard, big, beautiful yard, big, happy family. And like the rest I'll figure out kind of thing. But like, I don't need much, but that simple visualization when I'm having a tough day, I'm like, this is what's waiting for you. This is what you're working for. This is why you're on this bridge. This is why we're working. How do you want to feel? Exactly. And it's about being that person. So like, instead of um, you know, saying I want to eat healthy, I started eating healthy. And instead of saying I want to grow my own food, I made a garden, my garden shit the bed and I didn't take good care of my tomatoes. Same. But again, it's a practice. So we're going to get there. We're trying here. We're trying. But that's why it. Frank. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's another thing too. It's okay to fuck up and fail. Like give things a whirl and try them and then try them again and try them again. No one's going to be great at something on day one. And if you do, congratulations, teach me. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe then you're realizing you're tapping into a potential that you didn't know existed, but because you were willing to try something new, you're like, holy shit, I do have a green thumb. Exactly. Side note, I do not have a green thumb. Hey, that's all right. But I know people who do. Exactly. So. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. We just need to have the connection and the network and we'll find somebody that picks up what we can't do. Manifestation is so wild because I think too, we get stuck. We get so structured or so stuck in our current emotion. So talking about how do you want to feel? Can you pull yourself out of the present moment? Um, pissed off, you know, a feeling of lack, uh, guilt, shame, remorse, whatever it is. Can you pull yourself out of that just a little bit? And that in itself is a great practice to begin, you know, getting detaching so that you can go somewhere else or you can give yourself permission to dream. Mm. Give yourself permission to dream. How many of us need to hear that? How many, I, I just don't think that we do it anymore. I think that it's been, again, it goes back to that whole, I don't have time for that. I'm an adult exactly. now. And I'm so sick and tired of hearing, I don't have time for that. Everyone is busy, but what are you doing with your time? Because what's important, you make time for. You know, you can sit on the toilet and before you know it, it's 45 minutes and you're scrolling on Instagram and you're comparing yourself and you have, you know, everybody else, you got a 15,000 recipes saved that someday you're going to make, Exactly. but you could have used that time to cook a meal. But it's like, I get you, you might not have an hour to go to the gym, but every time you go to the bathroom, squat three times over the toilet. It's my microwave squats. I, I used to tell people that while, while the microwave's going, while you're boiling water, get go squat, lunge, do some push-ups. Yeah, dance in the car, sing in the car. That is such a shortcut for happiness too. Like I, I've already decided that until when I am a full-fledged provider taking care of my own patients, when someone comes to me and says I'm depressed, I'm going to say I'm not putting that as a diagnosis until you've gone outside for three months, you've physically moved your body and sweat almost every day. You eat a healthy, non-processed diet. You dance, you sing, you work in community, come back in three months. If you're still depressed, I'll write it down as a diagnosis. Otherwise, I, I will not because I'm not to say diminishing people's depression, but I'm just saying so much of it is that you're not doing what the body and the mind want. So of course, you're not going to be happy. Of course, you're going to be stressed. You're not meant to feel comfortable in places you should not settle. Mm -hmm. And it's not that it's not real because that's exactly what manifestation is. It's our emotions are what we experience. Of course. So you feel very, very stuck in depression. As you're talking, it's wild. I went from um, 
my last suicide attempt was on October 9th, 2011. My sobriety date is October 10th, 2011. But I was so depressed. I was so stuck in the past. I was ruminating on what had happened to me and it was strengthening the emotion of my present reality that I was ready to end it. And now I can pull And as you're talking, I have this moment of, oh my God, I have hard times, but I haven't been depressed even in the dark moments of life since then. Mm. I haven't been in that place. And it comes from releasing that. Yes. But it's real. Depression is real, just like feeling abundant is real and being abundant is real and being healthy is real and being happy is real. Yeah. And, and all that is real. And I, hundred percent agree with that it's but it's so real that it's it's telling you that where you are is not where you are meant to be like what you're doing is not working i i it's it's a deep unhappiness and a deep despair because you are living in the past and you're living in survival mode of course but let's try to implement the present moment and gratitude and movement and all the things that make us human beings because so many of us have gotten away from it. Like, when's the last time you went to a dance party or you sang? And I know for us, yeah, I'm like, I did one five minutes ago. It was five minutes ago. But like the general, a normal adult in the world, it's like, move your body, sing, dance, hum, smile, go out in the sunlight. Like we're so far removed and we think like, oh, it's childlike. No, you're still a child. You still have that in you. Like find that spark. And what's wrong with that? Exactly. Like, I love the things about me that are reminiscent of my inner child. It makes me myself and unique and individualized. Yeah. We need to loosen the fuck up. That's yeah, what we need to do with this society. And like you said, like, I think it's very important to remember to stay in the present moment because anxiety is a lot of the times us living in the, in the future or living in the past. Mm. And again, that's negative programming that past and the future you cannot control. So if you stay grateful and grounded in the present moment, you don't have a lot of time for those other two worries. Mm -hmm. When you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're ready to change. Or right now you're like, you know what? That's right. I am going to put my foot down. I'm going to start to be intentional. I am not going to let these negative emotions run the show or ruin my vibe. Yeah. I'm going to start here today. What can I do right now? And we always go back to the breath. Yes. Always go back to the breath. Take a deep breath. Um, I was telling Lauren that I get these downloads, or I did a few months ago, that breathing into the energy at the tip of your nose is a really great way to bring your emotions and your energy in a forward momentum. So we don't want anxiety, so we don't want to go too far in the future, but in order to kind of unstick from the past or even from yesterday, or say you had a high tension conversation with somebody and then you hang up the phone, instead of letting that sink into your body, come to the energy at the tip of your nose because it'll pull that up and out and kind of put it in front of you. And then you still have the freedom or the ability to not get stuck in that emotion. Mm. And what were you saying? There was something you were telling me scientifically or something that goes on. Yeah. Traditional Chinese medicine says oh. the tip of the nose is related to the heart. Oh, yeah. See. Because you were saying that the tip of your nose had been red. So I was just thinking mm-hmm. it was an interesting correlation. 
and you were talking about doing heart openers and stuff along those lines. Yeah. You know what's another interesting correlation that I didn't know about that I learned about the other day from my chiropractor? So this muscle right here is called your sternocleidoid mastoid. Big name, I know. Uh, Lauren is, we're back to the throat chakra here. Yeah. So she's on the left side of my throat chakra, yeah. on both sides. Yeah, the muscles that go from like your earlobes and kind of diagonal down inside mm. to your collarbones, those are your sternocleidoid mastoids. Um, those are directly correlated to your psoas muscles, which are mm. the ones right in front of your hip flexor. And it's interesting because if you grab them, it's the same feeling. They, they feel the same. They have the same structure, but it goes on a transverse line. So like your right sternocleidoid mastoid and your left psoas and vice versa. So like things go across the body. So like if you have a tight hip flexor, try to massage <gasps> the sternocleidoid yeah. mastoid and um it will relax it and also that the sternocleidoid mastoid is the muscle of longevity of the face because if you think about it like your jowls your ears they mm -hmm. all hold your face up so things start sagging because the neck is constantly being pulled and has tension oh so God. if you just grab that area and kind of shake and pull you're moving lymph and you're also um bringing blood flow to that area and it's going to help keep your face nice and tight Toy, toy, toy. I like that toy. I've also heard that the psoas is the muscle of the soul. Oh, yes. So when I learned in my yoga training, yeah, right. <laughs> how the psoas is kind of like if you took a blanket and you threw it over your one of your shoulders and then you crisscrossed it and you threw the other one over the other side, it kind of is like a belt on mm. both sides of your body. Yeah. Am I right? I mean, I, I don't understand the exact thought process with the, the curtains, but yeah, it's there are like a belt in the front of your body. Like, so then, okay. Cause yes. I was told that it is, I'm going to Google it while we're doing this. Yeah. It's the muscle of the soul. And when I heard that something pinged, of course, because it was, you know, connecting the energy body love that. with the physical body. But I thought that that was your very interesting. Your muscles are crazy. Your fascia is crazy. I, we got to do an episode about fascia. Well, you were talking about how there's fascia on the tip of your tongue that's connected to, to the tip of your toe. Like you can literally go on the same lines of fascia and follow with the cadaver all the way from your body. That's what's so incredible about it. And that's why, so people think like, oh, I have a knee injury. Guess what? It could be your shoulder that's fucked up. And because everything is so interconnected, you always have to look upstream, downstream. Like when someone, something's wrong with somebody, I don't think, oh, it's that body system right there. I'm looking what's above that and what's below that. Because if you're always getting pneumonia, I'm thinking, okay, what's above that? Your sinuses. Maybe you have a bacteria in your sinuses. And that's why every single year you get pneumonia because that bacteria can easily go downstream. It's all about the channels and the travel. And this is all the same thing with energetically. If you have a thought, a belief, and it takes over your whole emotional body that people suck, mm. what the fuck do you think you're going to experience? Exactly. What and do you think you're going to experience? You're right. It does look like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it goes, it wraps around and it's right near. Oh, it starts at the back of the spine, which I didn't mm -hmm. even realize. It starts at the bottom of your heart chakra. And it goes all the way down to your root chakra. Wow. This Interesting. Is cool. That yeah. is very yeah. fucking cool. So the way I learned to how to stretch it, or when I think about my psoas muscle is when you lay on the ground and you take one leg and you put it up behind you. And mm -hmm. then that same arm, you take it and you stretch it um, to the opposite side Ooh, of your that body. That sounds good. I want to do that when we're done with this. Yes. Yeah. Everyone go look up the psoas muscle. Yeah. It's badass. Cool. But that's so true. How our body is, you know, nature is a reflection of our body. Mm. It's the same thing with, everything is connected everything is connected Every 
we are all one. Everything is connected. That has been one of my biggest motherfucking downloads this year, which is also why you need to respect nature and respect animals and respect trees and everything else, because we are all made of the same shit and you are no better and no worse than any of that. So show your respect. And again, that is a form of manifestation and visualization because the universe sees that of, oh, they respect me. They know this inner connection between us all. It's it's so beautiful. And then when you start looking at life through that lens, you just see beauty everywhere. But if it's like Eileen said, if you're going to be negative, if you think the world is full of shit, then that's what you're going to see. You control this lens through your perspective. Mm-hmm. Separation and lack is the lie, and that's why we compare, or that's where um, the feeling of. So I keep getting the download that the my book title. I'm slowly writing a book, and it it keeps coming back to. So can I, mm. because if we start looking at people as using them as examples for what we are capable of or what is possible within our life experience, instead of going, oh, they already have that. There, there's not enough for me, or mm. they already did that. I can't do that. Yep. And instead, looking at them and going, "Oh, amazing!" And like you say, you you reverse engineer that, exactly. And you start to get curious, and you talk about, you know, what kind of patterns did they uh, adopt? What habits are they doing on a daily basis? And coming from a growth mindset of curiosity, of remembering that we are a collective, we are all one. That our consciousness is so connected it is so connected you can't be stopped and that's where it's like hmm, they can do it so can i exactly and don't put people on a pedestal even if someone is achieved more than you and done these great things respect that of course and take notes but don't think that you can't get there and you can't emulate that like you don't need to reinvent the wheel let's see what people that are winning what they're doing and let's make it our own and, and use that in a way but create our own little spin on it I think that goes, we talk about the news and, you know, the negativity and how it promotes chaos, but look at um, the world of entertainment and media where they, America, everywhere in the country puts people up on a pedestal and separates them from us. Exactly. Because they're trying to polarize it. They're trying to pin people against one another. You got to find these days. Yeah, where exactly. Are these days? Where the fuck are these yeah, days? Yeah, if you're one of those days, come find us. We want to talk to you. Should we pull a card? Yeah, let's pull a card. Kind of, let's mess with this uh, animal oracle I'm again. Talking about nature. Yeah. Coming together. I want to do an episode now on nature and like, you know, Fibonacci secret sequence. <gasps> like That was part of the, I went down the hole. Oh, I'm, I'm such a geek. Like I follow so many accounts called like geometry and nature. Like I just mm. love that kind of stuff. I think it's so cool. It is really wild how connected we are. And if, you know, if you do a little bit of research, it can... Oh, yeah. It can zing. Mm, oh, singing and zapping. It's pinging. <laughs> zinging and zapping. Here we go. Ready? All right. We are ready. We are ready. So this isn't the only time we've gotten this oh. card. This is the beaver spirit lay a solid foundation. And it's six. We have to release what no longer serves us. We can't put sprinkles on shit. We got to let go of what is not serving us. So this is you putting your foot down. I'm not going to let my emotions or everyone else's reactions and actions affect who I am. I'm going to lay this solid foundation first thing in the morning. Grab your copy of Vitality Vibes. Get intentional with how you want to feel and what you want to experience. And if you have doubt, then what I want to say to you is try it. Prove it wrong. 
Mm. Prove it wrong. And if you're like, my God, this is exactly what I've been looking for, then this is your sign. Lay the solid foundation, get to work. And when I see lay the solid foundation, what comes up for me from the medical standpoint is with all my patients for all treatment plans, the foundation is the nervous system. And it mm. comes back to the same thing with us all the time. So just do some exploring scan your body, how you feel in certain situations, start becoming more attuned with it so that you can better navigate through the rest of your life. Because when you have that foundation on check, I think a lot of doors are going to open for you in a lot of different realms. Mm, I love that. And I love how passionate you are about that. We were in a meeting with a doctor the other day, and that's exactly what you were saying was there, if people just uh, knew and, and laid the foundation and had a plan of this is what you can do. And if they followed through with it, then mm. they get the results. Exactly. And I feel like so much of our physical ailments in our bodies are stress. It all, it all comes from stress. So I know that end, in and of itself stresses some people out, but try to just take a deep breath, take it little by slow, as Eileen says, become aware of what you like and what you don't like, fuel the happiness and bring safety into your life in whatever way feels authentic to you. Mm -hmm. And this is fun. Let's all do the the white Jeep challenge. So oh, if yes. you're thinking about something, pick something right now that you want to think about. I'm going to just go with that, the Jeep Cherokee, the yeah. white Jeep Cherokee. So pick something, pull it into, magnetize it into your experience and, you know, count or see how many times you notice this. Because if you can do this with a physical object, it takes a little bit longer and it takes a little bit of finesse because we can't see energy necessarily, but it is being pulled towards you, good, bad, or indifferent. So get intentional, lay that foundation. Yeah. You're a magnet, baby. So be a magnet for good. Ah. Mm. Oh. I love you. I love you too. That was great. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. We can't wait to see you on the next episode of Mindset Mayhem. We love you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Mindset Mayhem. If you've enjoyed, please leave a five-star review, download, like, and share with friends. You can find me, Lauren, on Instagram at Higher Healing CEO. And me, Eileen, at Eileen the Mindset Mom. Just a reminder, Mindset Mayhem is strictly for entertainment purposes only. This podcast is not intended to treat, diagnose, or replace medical or therapeutic advice from a professional. Also, we do post affiliate links, so if you were to click on one of them at no extra cost to you, we would be compensated. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you all. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.